Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. We're in this series called The Holy Spirit Powered Life. The Holy Spirit Powered Life. And as we've seen in the last couple of days by reading through uh, Romans chapter 8, that the spirit that comes into us gives us power. And yet when we live according to the flesh, according to our own ways, according to life contrary to God, we are separated from God in our life. Well, let's go and read from verse 9. Let's carry on down the chapter and let's read from verse 9. And it's just been talking about those who live according to the flesh. Oh, let's read from verse 7 to pick up on where we were. For this reason, the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh. You are in the Spirit. Since the Spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. But if Christ is in you, Though the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his spirit that dwells in you. These first nine verses of Romans are just fantastic because they tell us something about our identity and about the power that we can have in our life that is supernatural. It isn't of us. It's extraordinary. And yet, you know, it's meant to be in our lives, but it's extraordinary. And so let's have a look at this, verse 9, and it says, But you are not in the flesh. No, no, no. He's, writing, he's saying to the Romans, he said, You believe. And you've opened your life to Jesus, and you've opened your life to the Holy Spirit, which is what you've done. You are not in the flesh. You are in the Spirit. The Spirit of God dwells in you. And what does the Spirit do, which we read before? It leads to life. The Spirit of God who dwells in you. So the Spirit of God is dwelling in us. And what does the Spirit do? It leads us to life. And so as we begin to think through, what are the things that God wants me to do? How does God want me to walk? How does God want me to lead? How, and how does God communicate that? Through His Holy Spirit. And so as the Holy Spirit guides our life, we become alive in him. But if the, uh, and then it goes on, anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. Anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. Why? Because the spirit, the son and the father are one. Three persons in one, the Trinity, the mystery. Right? But if Christ is in you, Though the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. Our bodies couldn't get back to God and overcome original sin. But the spirit of God within us can. But though the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. Verse 11. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, because who rose Jesus from the dead? It was the Holy Spirit. He who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his spirit that dwells in you. What Paul is saying is that the Holy Spirit, which raised Jesus 
which raised Jesus, that same Holy Spirit will live in us and will empower our mortal life, empower our mortal bodies to respond to God and live according to the Spirit of God. So the, so the Spirit within us is this power. This Spirit within us is the prompting of God, the guidance of God, the gifting of God that is within us. It is simply extraordinary what the Holy Spirit can do. And so opening our lives to the Holy Spirit, saying to the Holy Spirit, come into my life, be in my life, is critically important. And opening our life, because as we open our life to the Holy Spirit, uh, it becomes important. As I've been sharing, I've been traveling uh, in the United States recently, and uh, I'm here right now in the United States. And, and, and I'm trying to reach more people for Christ. I feel very much the Holy Spirit saying to me, I want you to reach more people. And what I know is that as we reach more people from this place, it goes all over the world. And we reach far more people in all sorts of places because of what we're doing and the way it's just distributed here. And I came here with a view to say to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you guide me, you lead me, you show me, you take me. And I bought a plane ticket and then I just let some people know that I was around. And then I've said to the Holy Spirit, you guide and I'll go wherever you want me to go. And whilst that's maybe a bit extreme and we're not meant to do that all the time, the truth is it is the way we're meant to live our life. Holy Spirit, guide me. How many of you are parents and you've got children that are difficult? And sometimes you think to yourself, I don't know what to say. It's at that moment you say, Holy Spirit, give me the words. You, have, you face an issue at your work that's difficult and, you, and, and it needs a good and wise decision. What do you do? You stop and say, Holy Spirit, give me the words. Give me the right decision. You face a difficulty in a relationship and relationships can be so hard, can't they? You pray, Holy Spirit, give me direction. You're thinking about if you should marry that boy, that girl. Holy Spirit, give me direction. You're beginning to get older and you think to yourself, life is changing. Holy Spirit, give me direction. And so as we live in the Spirit, we therefore live powerfully. And the reason so many people don't experience the miraculous power of God is because rather than they rely on the Spirit to lead them, they lead themselves. They live according to the best wisdom they've got. They live according to the best of what they can think about with ever saying to God, God, I'm going to do my best and I'm going to use the best intelligence and the best wisdom I've got, but I'm asking you to be in it with me. Now, come on, you can do this. Ask the Holy Spirit into your life and he will bless you. Well, as we finish, can I just remind you, I record a message to Rosemary, my children, my staff, uh, and the people that are helping me, and many more of you are helping me. And uh, so I record every week a, a message that I call behind the scenes. We try to go in a particular direction and deeper. If you would like to see that, you can go to the extras tab. You don't have to, it's a longer message. It's over half an hour long. You don't have to watch it, but if you want to come deeper, I would encourage you to go to the Extras tab and any time during the week, uh, you can watch it. Let's pray. I'm going to pray from the Holy Spirit book right now. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This prayer is just a short prayer and it's called Prayer for Power and Grace in Our Lives. Loving Father, thank you today that you love me. 
Loving Father, thank you today that you love me. I pray, Lord God, that you would pour your Holy Spirit afresh or for the first time into my life so that I would experience your power and your grace exactly where I am in my life right now. I pray, Lord God, that you would pour your Holy Spirit afresh or for the first time into my life so that I would experience your power and your grace exactly where I am right now. And Father, I make this prayer in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. If you want this book, which people have been asking about, you can go to the gift tab or you can go to the address on the screen. You determine how much you give above the cost of the mail and the production of the book, which enables us to get it to more people. Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God's never far from you.